Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah Harvey with the Psychic Medium School. I want to talk to you guys today about something that has been requested and I just hadn't done it yet past life readings. And so I've talked to many people about this and they've asked me, hey, Sarah, can you teach me how to do a past life reading? Well, that's a little difficult for me from my standpoint because I do a lot of my past life readings through clairvoyance, clairempathy, and uh, clairaudience. What that means is clairaudience is clear psychic hearing, clairvoyance is clear psychic seeing, and clairempathy is clear psychic emotional feeling. So that's how I do the meat of my past life reading. Uh, and I do readings on Etsy. So if you want a past life reading, definitely uh, come visit me on Etsy and I will get you your reading after your order. It only takes 24 hours to get readings after your order. So at this, at this point in time, anyway, at some point I might move that 48 hours, but it's not gonna happen anytime soon. So anyway, uh, basically uh, I have a specific format that I use for every reading that I do on Etsy. And I have bullet points inside the description of the reading. And so I'm going to read these to you and I, I'm going to explain to you um, what portions I do clear audiently, clairvoyantly and uh, clear empathically. And then I'm going to explain to you how I do the other half. So the questions that I answer inside of my past life reading on Etsy is what was your name in each life? And I'll do one to two past lives. What origin or nationality and era you lived in? If you met your soulmate in your past lives, what lessons you learned in your past lives, what challenges that you've had in your past lives that you may need to learn in this life, a message your angels want you to hear, the names of your spirit guides, any message your spirit guides need you to hear, and then a message from someone who's passed away that watches over you. So the parts, and I'm kind of going to give you guys triggers, right, um, for how you know what, what you'd experienced in a past life. And I've talked to some people about this, but I actually kind of practiced this on my boyfriend, Sean, and I asked him that I am when it comes to these things. Like, he knows what I do. He knows that I am good at what I do and that people are excited about the readings that I give them and that I've got all this great feedback, but he really is like kind of, not that he's reluctant to believe. It's just that he had a bad experience with a Ouija board when he was young. We'll just leave that at that. So anyway, um, now basically what we're, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you guys some questions and I just want you to write down the answers because this is going to help you, um, understand your past lives at a, a deeper level, right? So one of the first things, because right now we're going to work on what your name was in your past life. And personally, during my readings, I only do first names. Uh, sometimes last names get a little complicated because you're getting that information, you know, through spirit guides, spirits, that type of thing. So um, and clairvoyantly, clairaudiently, clairempathically. So that's how I'm getting this information. So you want to really connect. And this is why I do my readings by email and messages, because this specific reading takes me about an hour to do, um, because I take time to connect and really um, 
try to understand the person's past life at a deeper level. And with me, that's really difficult to do something like that over Zoom or on the phone because sometimes our uh, people's current emotions kind of um, project onto me when, when I'm interacting with someone. So I do these readings by myself and um, I, at my desk. And uh, or sometimes, you know, if I really need time to connect, I'll go and I'll sit in my living room on the couch and just kind of absorb and connect. And so the first thing we're going to do is I want you to write down the first name that you feel a connection to that isn't someone uh, that has the same name as someone that you interact with daily. And a name and, and this I really want you to feel a connection to this name, like really feel a connection. And it's not because it's somebody, you know, I just want you to think really hard about what name you truly feel a connection to. Okay, so just write that down. And these may come up in different past lives. So as you get this information, because you're doing it yourself, it might not come up as uh, like clean and organized as it would getting a reading, but that's completely fine, right? Okay, because we're doing this for you. Um, so the second thing is, and we, we just do one name for now. It's fine. If you come up with a couple, that's perfectly fine too. Um, so the second thing is what nationality or origin or an era did you live in? Okay. This is going to be easier than the first question for you. I want you to really think, really think about eras that you're connected to, right? So personally, I'm really connected to native Americans. I am like, I have a very, very little Native American heritage. I think like a 16th or something like that. Um, but I really feel a connection to them, right? I feel like I understand and I'm intrigued by their culture. And I can explain things about them that I didn't necessarily learn, right? Okay, so really think about that. So some people, it's Ireland. Some people, it's... Egypt, some people, it's, um, and if you have more than one, definitely write that down, right? Um, I'm really connected to the Victorian era too, like um, big dresses, you know, the big fluffy dresses with the um, corsets underneath where they yanked the corset string real tight. Um, I'm connected to that. I, I just have this connection, right? So think about what you have a connection with personally. And um, this could be events, so Pearl Harbor, the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, um, this could be, uh, you know, if you're connected, you have a strange connection to like France or um, China or wherever it's at, whatever your connection is, that you just feel this really deep, strong connection and you're not sure why, okay? So try to imagine when you're imagining these, um, these eras, um, try to imagine what types of clothes you personally would wear in that era. Um, what did you wear? And that's going to trigger a little bit more for you. And so really just think about that. Think about how, what you wore during that area. Um, another thing is, is like, what is it that you're comfortable with that is really odd to for you to be comfortable with, I guess. I was asking my boyfriend, cause I kind of, he shared with me his two, what were they? He said the old West 
and he said um, early when United States when the United States was early in development. Okay, so this would be like 17, 1700s. And so I asked, started asking him these questions and it just kind of triggered more and more conversation. And one of the things that I asked him is um, if he understood weapons, so rifles, guns, if he understood weapons at a, or if he was comfortable with them at a different kind of level than a person would be if they hadn't used them when he used it for the first time. Because he has like a hunting rifle, right? Um, so basically, like, what's your connection with that? How do you feel about it, right? Um, this could be with old cars. This could be a horse and buggy. This could be anything that you feel this really strong connection to. Um, one of the other things that I feel a, a strange connection to that I think is interesting is, you know, in the Victorian, Victorian era in like films, you'll see them wearing masquerade masks. I really have a connection with that and I can't explain it. And that is going to be something for you, whatever your connection is that you can't explain, that's going to be where you're going to base this past life information on. Okay. So, um, and then there's areas. So not just the era itself, but era, era, or excuse me, areas, land that you feel comfortable with. So where is it that you know what the land looks like and you've never been there before? Where, you know, uh, I'd never been in the South before, but I could tell you lots of it. Well, I mean, I had, how about this? Sorry. I've been in the South now, but before I had ever been to the South, like Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I have a really strong connection with that area, area, that land. And I, before I even visited it, I was very familiar with it. Right. And nowadays we have the internet. So that can kind of create an odd, you know, we are more familiar with different land than we would have been years and years ago, but I've had someone tell me they have this really strong connection to New York and they'd never lived there before. And so these are the kinds of things that I really want you to think about and be um, be aware of, right? And just write down as much as you can think of about the land that you're familiar with. This might be flowers. This might be a prairie. This might be sand. This might be um, a different type of house or home structure. Like, you know, um, is it a, is it just a wooden house? Is it a hut? Is it a, um, you know, a big plantation? Is it a, what is it? What is it that you just somehow have this really deep connection with that you don't really quite understand? Okay. So, and this is going to be something that you're going to have to put together as your own story after I'm done kind of giving you the tips and guidelines of what I'm, you know, how I'm doing this reading. Um, so, and I don't know ahead of time what their connection is with either, by the way. I don't ask those questions. I do the reading the way I do the reading and um, my clear audience, clairvoyance and clear empathy. It just comes out like their, their story comes out on paper. So um, now if you've met your soulmate in your past lives, really think about the connections with people that you've had in your life. One, I want you to answer for yourself. Have you met your soulmate in this lifetime, right? Are you with your soulmate in this lifetime? 
is this somebody that you've felt connected with previously? Do you know those people that you meet and you're like, I feel like I knew them my entire life when I met them? That's what I'm talking about. And there is a huge difference. And uh, Sherry Fuentes and I have a video also on YouTube that you can check out that explains the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame. And us put it really simply, um, both can be the same gender as you, but um, a lot of the time, because a lot of people look for that as a romantic relationship, it's not always the case. Um, so if there's somebody that you feel this strong connection with, they are probably, you know, if they're accepting of you and they support you and guide you, that's going to be a soulmate. If a twin flame is somebody that challenges you. And it might be a, a difficult relationship, but they help you grow as a person. So have you met your soulmate in your past past life? Really think about if you're with your soulmate now and if you felt that connection previously. And it might take a little bit for you to like meditate on whether or not um, or what kind of type of relationship you had in that past life. So basically, um, to kind of explain that, in your past life, you have a connection with all of the people or the majority of the people that you have in this life. So they all played some sort of role, but it may not be the same role that they play in this lifetime. What this means is your mother may have been your sister in a previous life. Your uh, brother may have been a sister. Your We take on gender doesn't really have much to do with it when it comes to that. Um, it's just your feeling. What feeling do you have, right? Um, I think a lot of people, like with the Civil War and things like that, I hear people uh, that are really passionate about this, and I feel like that's probably part of their past life, right? So what is it that you're passionate about learning about in history? Those types of things, I really want you to write it down and kind of try to understand when there's a connection, but you're not really sure how that connection came about, right? Like that's going to be a part of your past lives or lives, excuse me. Um, so what, okay. So that first part of the reading, I use my own psychic abilities, right? For the second part, some of these questions, I actually use tarot cards and you can use whatever tarot cards you have or you want. I have this little tiny deck that I love to use. And you can tell I've been used it a lot because it's all worn in the back. Um, but I have this little tiny deck. It's called the Mandala Limited deck. And I got it. It's a pocket-sized deck. And I got it off of Amazon. Um, I love this deck. Like, this is the deck I use a lot now. Um, if you don't use tarot cards, you definitely should. Um, if you're interested in this type of thing, um, I actually shuffle them like this. Try not to, I don't shuffle them like a real deck of cards because it kind of ruins the edges, but also um, that's how you're supposed to shuffle it as a tarot reader. So um, if a card falls out, use that card, right? And I, and uh, I've heard people say this before and I, I don't do it this way because I'm reading the entire deck. So let's just pull some cards because let's see. So... The first few questions, what your name was in each in each life, what origin or nationality and era you lived in, if you met your soulmate. Okay, so those questions are all going to be answered with your own intuition. Okay. Now, when we get to what lessons you learned, what challenges that you've had in past lives that you may need to learn in this life, a message your angels want you to hear, 
And then we're going to skip the names of the spirit guides because that's going to be intuition, right? That leads that. Um, any messages your spirit guides want you to hear. So I got four cards so far. And then we're not going to talk about the message from a past loved one today because that's more of a mediumship reading. So I need four cards. So I do not use my cards upside down. I do that by intuition. So if this is a good card and I feel like it's actually because, okay, so basically to explain that at a simple uh, in a simple way, um, if a card has good, um, like a good meaning to it, and you believe the bad meaning, meaning you would have got it upside down, um, like I just go by my own intuition what the cards mean. So I have the Empress, then I have the Page of Wands. Temperance and the Hermit. Okay, so basically what I'm doing then in that same exact order of those questions is I'm going down the line with my four cards and I don't use any particular layout for this particular reading. Um, and I don't take a picture of it and mail it or email it to people. Um, I try to simplify it as much as possible on my client's end. Um, but you can do this however you want to do it. This is your reading. Um, so with the t Empress, um, I read intuitively the cards, but sometimes like I'll, I don't know, open up the book and check the description, how it, how it is versus what I'm reading on it. Um, and I read for a long time now, so I don't really, um, I really go based on my intuition. So basically... Um, for, let's see, we've got to go back here. Uh, for what lessons did you learn in your past lives? Um, you learned how to, and this is just, I'm just kind of going to go off on my own tangent here, but a lesson that you may, or that you learned in your past lives is that you need to take time and relax and do things for yourself. Um, you're giving to other people a lot. And this, this is some just kind of going off of whatever your cards are, right? Um, so these are your own lessons when you're doing this reading for yourself for the past lives that you had. Um, what lessons did you learn in your past lives? Then what challenges that you uh, had in your past life that you may need to learn in this life? And then what your angels want you to hear. And then a message from the spirit guide or your spirit guides that you need to hear. And I'm going to tell you to do the same thing with the names of your spirit guides is just think about a name and you can meditate on this too. I actually, um, there are a lot of great meditations on YouTube that you can use, um, meditate and you don't even need music to do this. Meditating and setting the intention to meet your spirit guides and your spirit team, um, is a good way to make that connection. You can do this out loud verbally, or you can do it internally um, and just connect with your spirit guides. Just make sure you're in a, like a calm, peaceful area that you can meditate in and that you can make that connection in, right? So that is how I do the past lives reading. If you guys have any questions, let me know. If you want a reading, um, let me know. At some point, I am going to do a training for the spirit guide reading that I do. Um, and that'll be in Thinkific, but, um, and I'll 
I, it's not out yet. It's just something I'm kind of kicking around right now. So if you are interested, I also do an Etsy course. So if you're interested in actually doing readings on Etsy for other people, I have the Etsy course um, where I show you how to make thousands of dollars each month on Etsy. I'm really excited about that course because a lot of people have been finding a lot of success. And I still currently make thousands of dollars off Etsy or from Etsy, excuse me, off uh, from Etsy. And um, my clients are excited about the readings that they get and getting five star reviews. Um, I'm excited about being able to help them and being able to have them find some clarity and find their life purpose. Um, so that's what I do. And so if you guys, uh, if you have information on your past life reading that you want to share with us, just put that information below. Cause I want to hear what you guys got. What are you connected to? What are you, uh, what areas are you comfortable with? Like Try to make that connection and share down below because I want to hear about it. And if you're not already subscribed to my channel, subscribe to my channel and like this video uh, because that's just going to help other people be able to see this video and other people learn how to do their own past life readings. Um, so I am so happy that you guys took the time to watch this entire video. Thank you so much. And I hope you all have an amazing day. And I look forward to teaching you guys about a lot of new things when it comes to psychic development. So have a nice day, guys. Don't forget to subscribe.